join Patreon. It's your... Uh, tell me more. Tell me more. This is the Rumor Mill. Good to be back. And you know what? It's even better to be back with my cyber boyfriend, the one, the only, he's hot and he's blonde, Jake Dupree. No, I'm talking about my cyber boyfriend, Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan Ayers. How are you? Hi. I'm better now that we're together. Even though you just came from my life. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't think Jake Dupree is my internet boyfriend anymore. You know, uh, when Evan was here in town, we went to go see her in her her drag premiere, you know? Mm -hmm. She's like, she's a thing now. Yeah. And then she called me, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago when I was in the middle of my depression. Like, like deep, like, I'm like, like, I I had a summer depression as I do. You know, I'm a a 16-year-old goth girl. And, um... And during the middle of my summer depression, she called me and she's like, you know, like, hey, it's me, Jake Dupree. Uh, I'm in the finals of this drag. You better be there and you better say hi, girl. And I was like, oh, God. You didn't say hi when you, when you did go. Joe was too scared, <laughs> much less than in the middle of a depression spell. Yeah, that's going to do say hi to Jake that, Dupree. That really cheered me up. Let's go to WeHo. <laughs> I had a $9 drink. Uh, the drinks, were they expensive there? Um... You know they weren't terrible. I they weren't the they weren't the most we spent. Okay, Evan, you know I hate West Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. You know I hate West Hollywood. Wait, hold on for a second. Mickey's they were five dollar drinks. Mickey's were expensive. Maybe maybe it was that night. Then there was one place that we did where I accidentally was ordering you um, like top oh, I, shelf by mistake. Oh, I think you ordered no, no, no. At Mickey's you ordered me top shelf by mistake. Well, cause that's how I treat my daddy. But. Yeah. Uh, but then how good was the Abbey like deals? Oh. I still talk about that. <laughs> we, Evan and I went to the Abbey and we just thought, you know when you go to the happy hour specials and it's like, it'll be like, oh, olives and they'll give you two olives, you know, for like $5. Yeah. Well, and it's also, it's a gay bar. So they they have amazing food specials because they expect no one to eat. Meanwhile, yeah. we're just like, like sitting and they've got a whole booth to ourselves. What do we even get? We got nachos. We got, oh my God. We got so much food. <laughs> We just like, well, because I thought it was going to be like the tiniest back. little foods. I got like four or five plates and the nachos. We, we could have been fine with just the nachos. Oh, I don't think we finished uh, it. Didn't you gain a lot of weight in Los Angeles? Oh, I gained I gained 10 pounds in Los Angeles oh. in 10 days. <laughs> Not I'm like all jokes aside, like as many like twunk jokes as you want. I literally came back, went on a scale and I was like, oh, my God. How did I? And then I thought about it. I went through like, you know, the amount of. Physical activity we did, the amount of food that we had a whole day dedicated to tacos, like it really makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a very uh, shocking. It's like how to lose a guy in ten days, how to gain a <laughs> tenth of yourself in ten days. I was trying to turn you into me. No. I, it, it's basically like a gay version of Hansel and Gretel. My whole plan was just to eat you. <laughs> I was, you just leave. You just leave like leave little little rosé boxes of wine around. And I just kind of follow them. I was just plumping you up, just so I could cook you and eat you later. Now, Evan, how has your summer been? Do you have any funny stories for us? Any humorous tales? Oh man, summer has been tough. It's been not a great summer, man. Um, but I'm good. So I, um, yeah, I've been really busy looking for a new employment, mm-hmm. um, and I have a new roommate. And I'm just, you know, trying to trying to live 
a productive and healthy life, which has been good. Um, yep. I'm currently temping and I'm uh-huh. probably going to get like a waitress or a waitressing, a serving job. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, in terms of funny stories, um, I, you know, I, my life has been a joke this summer, so that's kind of funny to me, but all kidding aside, um, I'm doing very well considering, uh, the last time I feel like I was on here, I was in a pretty not great place mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm not out of the woods yet, but I am feeling confident. I'm feeling glamorous and i'm feeling um optimistic so well, as someone who also wasn't feeling good this summer can i recommend zoloft because <laughs> uh, oh yeah well yeah well no no I, you and i talked about it and and you're right you know there was a, a, a you know that i saw a psychiatrist and he lowered my dose but when i raised my dose myself um Evan, i didn't have a fucking hard on for like nine days I and, I, and I, I, I took it in college and that was the worst time to do it and i will say I also, like, I can masturbate now, I can get hard, but it takes so much fucking concentration to come. It takes, like, like a stiff breeze would hit me before, and I would just shoot, you know, ropes all over the room, right? Now, yeah. it's like, I have to do, like, transcendental meditation, and, like, focus oh, on like my a, third like eye. sport. Yeah, it really Rock is. It, and by the way, you do it, and then it's like... The tiniest drop comes out. It's like, like I, that's fucking it. Yeah, it's like fucking all this like sweat and and like it, it, that's my cardio for the day. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like there's so, it's like some workout. You gotta make sure you even out your arms because otherwise you're just gonna have like you know this giant jack, literally jacked one arm. Well, I will say there is one plus side of depression. I've lost 16 pounds without really Ooh, even trying. Yeah, so that's dep- great. I've also I've also been I've lost like 15 pounds this summer because I haven't been spending money. Because I don't have money on food and booze, that's, which it's has been funny great. You say that. I asked Michael. I go, our friend, sweet Michael. I asked him. I said, uh, uh, Evan looks really good lately. He's lost weight. Has he lost weight? And he goes, No, he's the same. <gasps> I noticed it in the pictures, and I asked sweet Michael. When did he say that? Yesterday. Oh, that's so rude. Well, he's also. T- I mean, he's also just like tiny, and he says he gains and loses weight, and he looks the same all the time. So I don't trust his warped perception. Okay, before I get into a funny story I have, let's say hi to the world's greatest chat room. I'm going to say hi to uh, Nicholas Alexander Springham, who's in the chat room. J. Thomas Plank, The Brendan V, Derek Byers, Ray J, Bookworm, Luke Bookworm, I swear to you, if you looked at the 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 e, everyone should know. We have a lot of people listening right now. This Bookworm is such a talented artist. <gasps> so good. And one of her her pieces of art went viral, and we're gonna hire her. We're gonna pay her what she er, what she deserves to make our cover art and our banner. It's happening, bookworm. We just have to one get money. Two, uh, L.A. was expensive, but two, we also have to um, work out other deals and stuff. in detail, but it's there. I promise, it's gonna happen. Thanks for making me skinny in that that draft, though. Yeah. Well, now you're you're starting to look like your cartoon. Anyway, we also have <laughs> Luke Stammen, who, by the way, Luke, a- after the show, I want to have a talk with you um, because I don't know. The only because I heard a rumor. This is the rumor mail, so we should talk oh, about God. this. I heard a rumor that Luke thinks I hate him. So anyway, we also have hi to the only Cupcake, Nevi Sticks, Augustine Godinez, Nami Harder, I Am a Librarian, Joer206, Joe at Tokyo, Ricardo Garcia Cinco, JLFN85, Eduardo Fabian, Lactose Department, Lactose Department, oh, there you go, Cole Coker, and Nine, nine Elsewhere. How do you be elsewhere? I've always wondered that. It's like Was if people are listening on their app, 
you know, um, and they can't be in the chat room. Oh, Mikey RN just joined in. I guess Mikey is a registered nurse. I also, for some reason, I see uh, Beetroot Boy in the chat room, but I don't see, I'm in, like, actually typing, but I don't see him in the actual list. So, anyway. His, his name has changed. It's Sam Robinson NZ. I know, but it's not even Hi. in the chat room, though, either. Oh. He's like a nine elsewhere. Anyway. Um, Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Nice to see a full chat room again. And yes. um, uh, oh, April, Mary, April Marie RN is there, and she's not in the chat room. I don't know. Who cares? Mixler doesn't know what it's doing. I have a funny story. So on Sunday night, uh, some friends of mine, the Johns, John Paul and John, they invite me to go. There's a, a, a big Disneyland auction happening. Ooh. Okay. Well, not a guy with a big collector is a Disneyland nerd, and he's auctioning off everything that he owns. It's like really rare stuff. But before it goes on the auction block this weekend, it's on display in an old sports chalet. Do you guys have sports chalet on the East Coast? Uh, no. I mean, if it's we like do, sports I've never seen it's like Sports Authority, any of those big sports stores, okay. sporting goods store. And it's in an old one in the Valley in Los Angeles. Okay. So we go out there, but of course I drive, I get there before they do, all right? And they're like five minutes behind me, there's a huge line, and, and they actually show up, this is important to the story, they show up as I'm actually walking in the place, so they can't even cut in line with me, like as I'm walking in, they show up. So they have to stand in line, I'm already inside the place, right? So I'm by myself, okay? And I'm looking at, you know, there's a, this different old maps of Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at one of the old maps, and this woman says to me, she says, excuse me, are you Joe Batance? Oh, my God. I can hear your boner from here. No, I'm on the left. Everything <laughs> else. And I turn and I look at her, and this is according to her. I don't remember this. According to her, I go, yeah, why? <laughs> Who's asking? Yeah. What's it to you? you? Yeah. What's it to you, broad? <laughs> And then I go, yeah, why? And she goes, I just wanted to tell you I recognized you, and you, I'm a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, and I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, hello there. Oh, how do you do? Are you on Patreon? (laughs) No, I did ask her if she was on Patreon. (laughs) But, um, uh... Wait, how does Nami know? Okay, wait, hold on for a second. Nami Harder in the chat room says, and Joe called Pod as my co-pilot while they were recording while the Disney auction. How does he know this? Anyway, um, so what happens is, so then I'm with the Johns come in, and, and we I say goodbye to her and blah, 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 blah. But then we bump into her, and she, and she tells us, oh, she's like, hi. And I take a picture with her and everything. I'll post it on um, Instagram after this. But, uh... She says she's there by herself, that her her friends didn't show up. Her name's Allie, right? Hmm. And so I go, well, well, hang out with us, right? So she hung out with us at the auction. She was super cool. And then she even actually went to dinner with us afterwards. We met up with some other friends, and we all went to go get sushi afterwards. She's one of these people. She was super cool. She fit right in. Allie, I don't know if you're listening right now, but if you are, we all had a really good time with you. And, uh, yeah, if you ever see um, – uh, uh, Joe Batance or Evan Ayers or, um, well, not Taylor the Latte Boy, but if you're, yeah, be careful with Taylor the Latte Boy. But if you ever see them out, if you ever see us out in public, uh, make sure, yeah, say hello uh, and uh, talk to us. And we're all really, what would you do, Evan, if someone came up to you and recognized you from the show? 
I would probably ask the same questions I said. Who? What's it to you? Do I owe you money, or are you with the IRS? Um, I would be. I would think it'd be very nice. I don't know. I will say I have a funny story related to that. I a couple weeks ago was walking down the street, and I was so convinced that I saw Garrett Schlichting because he lives in DC as well. Yeah, we he never actually met. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was a little t- like, I was a little cautious, but like, I, I was like, kind of about to cross paths and. I like pull up, pull up his Instagram or his Twitter, just like make sure I knew whatever. Um, turns out it was just a, a lesbian, but <laughs> I, I was, I was so nervous and I was, I was with, I was with my boyfriend and he was like, you really just can't assume that everyone's it's like, so we started playing this game where it's like, is it a lesbian or a little twink? Um, so Garrett, just like, if you're listening, I am determined to run into you someday. All right. <laughs> hold on for a second. time. Breaking news. In the chat room, Mikey RN says antidepressants are the worst for ejaculation erections, but there are so many you should be able to find one that doesn't affect your sex life. Thank you, Mikey. Uh, I've already seen a psychiatrist and we've got it all under control. Uh, also, Nicholas Alexander Springham has says he keeps expecting to run into Evan in DC. Now, now, Evan, why don't you meet up? Why don't you have a meetup in DC? Well, uh, Nicholas, I thought you were in Baltimore. Okay, so which, uh, which so, is not, I mean, it's not, it's not dc proper but i yeah i would go to baltimore i need to go out to like to the harbor sometime i want to come visit your um your shop oh is nicholas alexander springham the one that has the shop yeah and it looks super cool i like definitely i like tell people because we have this plan eventually if uh, there's a plan to leave like out of baltimore for like a cruise in a couple of months mm-hmm. um and i'm saying like i want to like spend some time and explore the city right. but that's on the list. So okay. Well, then, uh, first of all, let's say hi to Sir Fetch, one of the uh, big people here in the chat room. But be, so, hello, Sir Fetch. But be, let's be after that now. Let's go to the rumors. Go, uh, okay. Let's go. To, we're going to go to Evan Ayers. As just a recap here, I don't know anything. For everyone listening, we're going to do a new structure for the for the. Um, for whatever this is, what's it called? The show called again, the Rumor Mill, where Joe doesn't know anything. Evan is telling Joe news for the first time, so this is my first time hearing any of the rumors, tea, speculation, and theories for All Stars Four and Season Eleven. Do you have Season Eleven stuff too? I yeah. So the, my first thing to say is that I have more All Stars Four stuff than I do Season Eleven. Just okay. as a heads up. All right. Um. So what what, what, are, we, what are we starting with? Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm, Let's start with let's start with the fun stuff. I think All Stars Four is a little more interesting, or the tea that I have is a little more interesting. So let's start with that. Okay, here we go. Um, all right. So I want to start with the what Joe mentioned at the beginning of the show, or mentioned briefly that there's one bit of interesting drama. It's not really All Stars related, um, but for those of you who don't know, Pearl was recently on um, Hey Queen, and there was a bit of drama or you know c- controversies around this because on a segment they do called look at her where like they show pictures of a person and they have to talk about them to help they get them to like to talk crap. RuPaul came up and Pearl explained why she kind of seemed a little bit just like over it on drag race. Mm-hmm. And the tea is that she, when she was on drag race promote, like they started out to do like promotional stuff before the filming started. She went, she was with RuPaul and when the cameras weren't rolling, she turned to Ru and said something on the lines of like, just thank you so much for this opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And Rue responded to her with, um, nothing you say matters unless these cameras are on. And that's all she said to her. Let's, let's, actually, so, see, let, let's actually listen. Should we let it, listen to this? Should we listen to her say a story? Sure. Okay, let's see. Let's actually listen to her say the story. Uh, hopefully this jumps to the moment. Uh, all right. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, it's my nice. spirit. 
Wow. Oh, I, oh, I kind of jumped ahead. Paul okay. surprised you. So, um, yeah. So, as I was saying, I felt like the only way for me to, like, get any way on the show was to build some kind of relationship with the judges. And, you know, there we were filming a segment, just kind of chatting, banter, whatever, together. And then the camera went down for a moment. And I turned to RuPaul and I said... Oh my God! Like I just want to say thank you so much. Like it is such an honor to be here, such a pleasure to meet you. You have no idea, like what this, just giving her, you know, that whole like everything I've ever wanted to say to her. And she turned to me, and she said, "Nothing you say matters unless that camera is rolling." And that broke my spirit. Wow. And that is the reason why I had one foot in, one foot out the entire time I was on that show. Interesting. And Okay, so Evan Ayers, there's the actual tea from yeah, the horse's mouth. Amazon Prime delivering that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um so with that, there have been there have been two separate or two like crews of response to this. Mm-hmm. Um the minority of people that I've seen there have been a few queens who have come out and in defense of Rue, not really attacking Pearl, but just saying, like, that's just how it is in Hollywood. She probably was just, like, trying to tell you, like, you know, get you, like, you know, prepared for how this industry works, which is true. And, I, Joe, you and I have seen RuPaul in filming and stuff. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I think that's just how it is. You know, we were part of a bigger production, but to say that in, in a small confine is a little odd, maybe. But most of the other queens that have been on the show, there have been several queens that have come out and pretty much confirmed this this attitude of ruse or kind of kind of shit talk ruin that like she's not really motherly at all and that you know she it's the only time that she even interacts with them is when the camera is rolling mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i guess because you know, i know a lot about the show that doesn't surprise me mm-hmm. but what do you think all right i have a lot of thoughts about this i've been talking about this for whenever this came out i've been talking about it non i've done yeah. like private shows for we people about this we haven't talked at all about it so i'll be curious yeah okay here's a deal First of all, and, and I think your, my response might surprise you, actually, because I, I on this show multiple times to the point where people get mad at us, I've said, what a fucking cunt RuPaul can be, right? Yeah. Okay. And RuPaul is a problematic icon, okay? And that's a whole other bag of worms that we could open up. That's not what this is about. So this, we've known this for a long time. We've known that RuPaul is problematic, Okay. So this story surprises no one who pays attention to the show. You're constantly hearing stories. But in fact, I don't know if you're going to – are you going to talk about RuPaul during All-Stars 4 and her meltdown? Um, yeah, of the caffeine yeah. meltdown? Well, I don't, yeah. That's all I know is I listened to uh, – I, I, I know a little bit there because all I, I listened to um, What's the Tea with Michelle and Ru. That's the, what, all I know is from what they heard on, on What's the Tea. Yes, I okay. got, I've got – Scoop on that. Okay. So, um, like, that, yeah, that's RuPaul. And I've, like, she was very nice the day that um, Evan and I went to go see the finale, but I've been to every finale since season six. And they're, like, the season seven ones. I told you she was really cunty on season seven off, off camera. That doesn't surprise me. Here's what I will say, though. Now, I'm going to actually come kind of to RuPaul's defense. If you listen to what Pearl says, and let's, let's so this, what I'm going to tell you right now, because so, obviously you can take Pearl's line, okay? I'm not going to take that approach. And you could say, um, Pearl's telling the truth, but this and this and this. I'm going to take the approach that everything that Pearl said is 100% on the money, word for word, true. But if you, if you think about what RuPaul said, word for word, 
I'm going to say it. Nothing you say matters unless that camera is rolling. And what I think is interesting about that statement, and I'm, we're going under the assumption that everything Pearl said is 100% true. All you have to do is change the inflection and everything changes. So in other words, if Pearl said that, and think about it, Pearl's very vulnerable. Like there have been times, like, you know what, let's actually expose some tea. So especially early on, but even, even, even not early on, there have been times where you've told me off the air that you thought I was a little rough on you. Is this true? Yes. Okay. But I'm, I hear you say that and, and I'm like, oh, I was? Like when you, when you bring it up to me, I'm genuinely shocked. Right, I didn't think I was rough on you. I thought I was being playful. I thought I was being funny. You know, I didn't think I was being rough on you. Okay. In the same way, RuPaul could have had the inflection different. Like she, I'm not saying she did, but there is a possibility that Pearl says this, and she goes, "Girl, nothing you say matters unless that camera's rolling." You know, like ha 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 ha. Like why aren't you saying this on the air? But Pearl is so vulnerable that she. Takes it personally. But I think, to cut you for a second, I think that the, the angle Pearl was coming at, she was saying, she was just thanking Rue for, like, picking her. You know what I mean? I think she was just expressing, like, her gratitude for this opportunity. And so, like, yeah, like, what, Rue's that statement from you, like, is true in, like, in that situation. But just, like, say thank you. I think her point was, like, I was just being, like, a vulnerable, genuine, like, human and thanking you for opening these doors for me. And like that was my response. I think that's what she was implying. Like why she was so hurt by it. I just kind of think I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not true, and it could be there's I'm it's very well true. Like I'm saying even eighty percent probably probability that RuPaul really did say it like that because she's like, oh yeah, of, right? she probably said something harsher. Really, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is there is a chance that the, it, it's a it's a miscommunication and a misunderstanding. Yeah, uh, that's sort of my hot take on it. Now, have there been any other developments since then, Evan Ayers? Uh, developments, no. But I mean, there have been. She talked more about how Rue treated her on the show, um, but it was all it was all based on that initial interaction. But I haven't seen the only other like follow up I've seen is queens coming out to support a defender. And there's one queen in particular that I want to talk about that responded to it, but it's going to segue to a new point. Well, then so, hold on for a second. Well, the only reason is because when I went to go play the clip, I did see on RPDR drama that Pearl has come out in a recent video and said that a producer called her and said, you will never be on All Stars now because of what you said on Hey Queen. She never wanted to do All Stars. Does anybody want to see her in All Stars? And here's, I have another thing to say on this. Look, let's just get this out of the way. And I think you agree with me on this. Not everyone agrees with us, but... This pearl is so fucking hot. Okay, I just want to get that out of the way. Yeah. She's so fucking... She's probably the hottest contestant that's ever been on the show. She's gotten hotter with this long hair, too. Yeah. Oh. She's she's the hottest boy contestant that's ever been on the show. Okay? Hands down. And I know people... For me. Hands down. For me. My pants. Because I'm Joe Batanz. And... Um, so let's just say that, right? But she's also problematic. Okay? One... It sounds like she's trying to make an excuse of why she was so fucking boring on that goddamn show. One. Two. Let's also not forget that Pearl was fucking a producer on the sly. That's why Wait, what? You don't know this? 
No, I just know that they told her that they kept her because she was hot, but I didn't know she was fucking somebody. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. That, yeah, Rue said that on the show. But they're not, um, gay uh, PAs and gay uh, 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 crew people are not allowed to work with the queens in their hotel rooms at all. Because on season seven, Pearl was fucking one of the producers. Uh, he would go into her hotel, her hotel room at night and fuck her during the whole season. Interesting. Yeah, this is well documented. How does anybody not know this? How? When is this? Who? Who has Pearl confirmed this? Uh, it's on. It's on. If you go to the 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 RPD, you know what it is. Kind of hard to find. If you go to um, Reddit dot com slash r slash RuPaul's Drag Race, and on the sidebar. There is a part that says like T or something like that. And there's a document and there's a document for each season. And it's in the document for season seven. There's the T that there's no straights aren't allowed to work with the queens. And I mean, gays aren't allowed to work with the queens or be alone with them or anything like that because Pearl was fucking a producer um, during season seven. So it so I'm curious because there's that whole spiel about how season seven was like the after season seven, there was this. Big purge because it was no. Do you think that producer still works on the show? Oh no, no. The producer was the producer was fired. Okay, interesting. I think the, I think the producer was fired during the season. Actually, damn. They found. I think they found out the now that I don't have confirmed. I don't remember. That's just going off my memory. But yeah, yeah. That story's been around forever. I, I thought. I thought that was like common knowledge. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that, and you know, I love that shit. But it was common. I did know that Rue was like. I think on his podcast that they kept Pearl around because they knew he was just like hot and she'd be like a, you know, a selling point. Well, but to funny. respond to that producer, those producers need RuPaul more than, I mean, the producer of the show need Pearl more than Pearl needs to go on All Stars. You know, like she doesn't need to go back on that show. So what? So fucking boring. Who'd want her on that show? She was interesting on Hey Queen. But I so like I was watching it, being like, God, if you weren't so hot, do I think I would care what you were saying? She also you said know? on Hey Queen, on Hey Queen, she said that she came in second. Do you think she came in second on season seven? First of all, there's oh, no second and third. No. Yeah. She did also say that Ginger claims that they they only let Viola beat her because they they lost the footage of of Ginger winning, which is wait a minute, funny. no, wait a minute, I no, <laughs> wait, hold on for a second, hold on for a second. I don't. Th- I don't think Ginger's wrong. I don't think Ginger's completely wrong. Anyone who doesn't believe me, go back and listen to my my coverage of the season seven finale on our season seven on the podcast. I went to the season seven finale, and if anyone remembers when they were listening to the show, I said, "You know this because I I reported on it before the finale aired," and I said, "You know, guys." This is, what, this is one of those Joe's classic wrong moments, right? I said, they're playing some deep game on this show. Because when they filmed the finale for, per- for Ginger and for Pearl, like on Ginger's, like they didn't even say everybody say love. They just kind of like, oh, and the winner is Ginger. Clap, the end. right? And they just went on to Violet. And Violet was the only one that got the whole, like, yeah. now remember, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? And everybody say love. They did the whole thing with Violet. But they didn't do it with Pearl or Ginger. So I said to, um, on the show, I said, you know, 
I think they're playing a deep game and they're going to splice it. And they want us to think it's Violet and then to go on the internet and it's really Ginger. I was completely wrong, obviously. But I did think that. I remember when we went, Evan, they fucked up. Um, they, fucked, they fucked Aquarius up and they, they had to do it again. They had to do Aquarius crowning again. Well, just part of it. Um, because they uh, Rue Ru, Ru forgot to say... Um, no, no, Rue's Ru sound wasn't on when she said, yeah, you know, if you can't love yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't think, I, I still think it's probably going to be Violet, but I don't think Ginger's completely crazy there. I don't think she's completely I crazy. Think, I think they were just picking because she just was so bitter about it. And then she got brought back and didn't win again. But interesting. I find it hard to believe that uh, that they would just like lose that bit of the fudge. But you being there gives me perspective. So who knows? No, but it could but, be that Rue fucked up the foot. Not only they lost it, but that Rue fucked it up, and the only one she did correctly was Violet. Damn. I'm, well, I'm Violet just, deserved to win. I'm going to say I think Violet won that fair and square. So that's my tea on that. Okay. Um, but so to bring it back to All Stars Four, yeah. one of the queens that has responded to this Pearl saga was Gia Gunn. Mm-hmm. And Gia Gunn pretty much was just like, you know, she tweeted something about how she confirmed Rue's attitude and was kind of just like saying that she also kind of experiences or felt her sentiments towards Rue were the same as Pearl's, which comes to um, her going on Instagram live within the last week. And for those of you who don't know, Gia Gunn is a contestant on All Stars Forum. And she goes on Instagram live and in Spanish, which I didn't know Gia spoke fluent Spanish. But that's beside the point. Um, she goes on and says that she actually will not be on all stars Four, and she claims that she won't be doing it because her kind is not welcome at RuPaul's drag race. And so people have obviously just like gone crazy over that. And a lot of people thought that it was just like a publicity stunt because she's been confirmed to be on the show. Um, but since then some tea has come out that Gia apparently allegedly Gia comes in and quits the second episode because she, Gia, uh, you know, she obviously, the controversy with RuPaul and making the statement about trans people not being welcomed or not being eligible to compete on the show, she was brought on up and she was brought on to kind of put that rumor to rest. But she apparently, the, the rumor is at this very point in time is that she performs very well in the second episode and yet is still placed in the bottom two. <gasps> And that she was told by producers not to speak to Rue about the transgender controversy. And she tries to anyway, and they shut her down and they tell her that they cut. And so she's apparently realized that she was, you know, her invitation to all stars was not genuine. It was just like a stunt and that Rue actually had no interest in actually, you know, expanding his knowledge or, you know, there was no sincerity in, in bringing a transgender contestant and the rumor is that she actually does walk off. <gasps> but it's weird. It's hard to tell, though, because, again, she she flat out says that she's not on the show. But that is the tea. That, and it would honestly not surprise me because why would if she if she did well on the show or if she, you know, really wanted to kind of nurture this monster that's cooking in the oven of going on All-Star season four she would not be tweeting like her dislike or distaste of Rue, you know? So I actually kind of believe this. Oh, what the fuck's a Delorean? Yo. <laughs> so that's the tea on that, which is very interesting. Oh God, but interesting. what do you think, Joe? It sounds a little too neat. I'll tell you why. It reminds me. Yeah, and, and again, this is, this is cherry picking from several YouTubes, those silly YouTube videos on Reddit, whatever, like, 
God knows what really happened, but that's the that's the consensus I've come to. It could be a stunt on Gia's end, knowing that if you quit the show, you get more attention. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, a door quit the show, got a bunch of attention. I mean, look what the fuck happened with Ben last season, you know? Well, um, yeah. Well, Willem was let go, but yes. Yeah, sure. yeah. But if you leave before you're supposed to, I'll say. And then she realized she could use a cause celeb like, you know, the trans issue to ride on. Um, but it, the, the story sounds too neat. It sounds too packaged. So I, it reminds me of when we had um, a Redditor... Uh, what was that queen's name again? Oh, God. I don't remember. Jacob Mittens. There we go. Jacob Mittens on the show. And he said, whenever the story is too, like, what was it? like, it doesn't have fact, but it sounds like, like, like information, like what they think and stuff like that and how they yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. That's often wrong. You know, that, that, yeah. the, that the real tea is just like straight up facts. It's rarely like, and this person felt this. And it's, it's a, they, it, they turn into a story often when it's false. Yeah. But with that said, the only thing that's come from Gia herself is that she's not on the show and that she did not feel welcome. So even if this isn't true, and this is all like, you know, the someone punching Michelle Visage or Bianca Del Rio breaking her leg, mm-hmm. it seems as though it's very clear that Gia is bitter or pissed about the, the fact that she was clearly brought back just for the fact that she's a transgender like, contestant, which is dumb because she's fucking iconic. Like, I, I'm so excited to see her back on the show, and I hope that she, you know her representation isn't like altered because of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. What else we got there? Evan Ayers. All right. So more all-stars stuff. Um, the first queen out is pretty much generally known to be Monique Hart. <gasps> facts are facts, America. She apparently was. Yeah. And I mean, her critiques for also or her season 10 was that she wasn't really prepared and this, from what I've read is that she really wasn't prepared for All-Stars either. She went right back on. So that's a bummer. Um, and then there is a rumor that um, Valentina... Um, and so the, the connection to the Gia story is that the episode that Gia is placed in the bottom, mm-hmm. is a rumor that Valentina, either before or after, whichever one, I don't know the exact word, obviously, but... There's an episode where both girls who are lip-syncing for their life or legacy have selected Valentina's name, lipstick, okay. and Rue saves them both because she doesn't want her to go home. Save them both? They wouldn't go home anyway. Well, I mean, no, but she says, like, they, like, neither of them won. She claims that neither of them won the lip-sync and so that nothing, no one leaves. And they're saying that Rue knew that Valentina was going to be the one eliminated regardless as so if she, you know, manipulated it, so she stayed. Oh, 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 I get it. That there's rigor morris. So it's it's fa- favoritism towards Valentina. Okay, yeah. wait, wait, let me, let me unpack this. You've just thrown a lot at me here. So Darn. what, this, this, whoever's saying this tea, they're claiming that it's rigor morris and that Rue knows who's going home, which I've been saying forever. I mean, wait, they're fucking filming. There's no way he doesn't. There's no, yeah, way, there's doesn't. no way she doesn't know who's going home, right? So she knows who's going home and she knows that both of them have put Valentina. And so... RuPaul, no matter what she feels about Valentina, is obviously like, I can't let this fucking bitch go home episode two. Yeah. You know? But here's my... Okay, wait. Hold, hold, hold on. Now, is this... Do you think... Has anyone speculated? Is this where they have the coffee meltdown? So that's very possible. So for those who... Catch you guys up. There's an episode of RuPaul's podcast where Michelle says that RuPaul gets high in caffeine and like snaps at people. I think it's season 11. I don't think this is it, but I'll no, tell you no, why no, later. Th- no, no, they say on the podcast it's All-Stars 4. 
Oh, it is? Yeah, they, they say on the podcast. Yeah, I heard the podcast. So on the podcast, um, oh, wait, hold on for a second. Bookworm in the chat room says that the Valentina tea is from Willem. Is that yes, true? Will, Willem, Willem commented on someone's Instagram, and this, this whole thing came from Willem. Oh, okay. So, um, so the thing is, uh, what were we talking about right now? I just got uh, the caffeine drama, getting mad. Oh, at yeah. People. So on, so on what's the tea, RuPaul and Michelle are talking that, that this, that she talked about how she, she drinks, she sensitive to caffeine, but she's having this much coffee and this is the kind of coffee she gets at Starbucks. And then one day she had like four of these coffees, which comes out to like eight shots of espresso. And then she went crazy. And then she says, I want to see if everyone, if anyone out there can spot the, see if you can spot the episode when I went crazy. And Michelle's like, yeah, we, we should see if they can, if they can spot it. And she goes, um, it's an also, she goes, and she goes, we can talk about this, right? We can see. And then Michelle says, yeah, everybody knows anyway. She goes, okay. So it's during All Stars 4. See if you can spot the episode in All Stars 4 where she has the tantrum. So they actually directly say it's All Stars 4. Interesting. Okay. Bummer. Why that a bummer? What was your theory? Well, there was a, there was this theory, there was this big like rumor that on season eleven, there's a rumor that RuPaul like goes crazy and yells at like a, a, an entire team, and it results in a lip sync that of six queens. Uh, oh, there was like, a rumor that RuPaul just like snaps is like you got remember like on um in season seven when they did the Shakespeare episode and like she kind of was pissed at all of them on that team. She apparently it was one of those situations, and she like makes them all lip sync. But it was oh. apparently because she was high in caffeine, so God knows what. But I think RuPaul just you, loses it all the time. Yeah. Do you know what episode of? Because um, I actually don't listen to RuPaul's podcast. Um, it's, but it's I would the not be one, opposed to listening. It's to that. the one right before the one that just aired. So okay. it, it's like it's either. Um, let me look. I'm gonna look at now my RuPaul podcast stuff here. Um, okay. What other two do we got? I'm gonna while, while I get uh, that information. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, other other. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I'm acting. What? Oh, it, okay, no, no, it's not. It's on the Sharing is Caring episode from August okay. 8th, 164. That's spelled C-H-E-R-S-H-A-R-E. Yeah. yeah, in fact, in fact, they play one of Cher's biggest hits. Can you guess? <laughs> Don't even do it. Don't you do it. But have you seen her, Mama Mia? Huh? I haven't seen Mama Mia yet, but I I I know she sings Fernando. Why? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. <gasps> oh wait, girl, do you know you have gay people here in in the chat? No, 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 no. Not that I didn't like. I didn't like. Not that I didn't like share. I just didn't like the movie. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Oh wait, what is this? Do this one. This. I told you that I'd forgotten about this. Like, there's been so much trauma in my life since then and now that I almost was able to black this out. Did Cher sing this in Mamma Mia? (laughs) Her number. (laughs) When the moon hits your eye like a pizza pie, that's amore. (laughs) Okay, so let's look at it. Okay. Seems to shine like you've had okay, too much wine. Let's pass behind us. Okay, wait, hold on. No, here's here's this. Oh. This is very close. Okay. Something like that's a more, eh? Can you hear the drum 
<laughs> Cher currently doesn't sound that different. God. Snap out of it, all right? It's behind us. Anyway. So it was on the Sharing is Caring podcast. Uh-huh. And was there, any, was there anything you were going to say? Or were you just looking at a job for me? No, about the, no, Sharing is Caring podcast. Okay, go on with it. What's the okay. next drama? Right. Um, other, other bits that we have. Um, some speculated, so there's a bit of confusion about pheromone. So there's a rumor that pheromone either makes it to the top five or is eliminated second. Okay. And, it's, and it's, there, there are two like, things that I've seen. It's either that or that Manila Luzon is actually eliminated second <gasps> by Valentina is eliminated second by Valentina and then is brought back. <gasps> so either either Manila or or Farah are the eliminated are going to be eliminated and then will be brought back to the end. Um and it is wildly wildly speculated that the top 4 are um are Manila, Valentina, Naomi Smalls and I think actually, I actually don't know who the the, uh, the, the, the top, the place in the top four is kind of the, it's either spec that's Farah or Monet Exchange. Monet Exchange probably does very well. Farah Moan. But, but, well, because Farah would, yeah, that's, that's where it gets kind of like confusing. But everything, every source, every like list that I've read cites Valentina and Manila as being the top two. And there's this big drama because in theory, one of them eliminates the other and they get brought back. Um, but yeah, so it's either Valentina or Manila speculated to have won or that will win, which is interesting. Let's get this roast cooking. <laughs> Can we um, please Mike RNS put our hands is together on all sorts for, for the one, the only yes. Michelle Visage. Jizz breath. <laughs> They're the real star of this show. Sorry, RuPaul. Hmm. Your fourth place. I find it hilarious All-star. that Michelle Visage judges a talent competition. Initially fourth place. I don't know about you, but don't you actually have to have talent to do that? Fourth place here, <sighs> All Stars. And I'm pretty sure having one song in the '90s that no one even remembers doesn't qualify you to be a judge on such a big TV show. <laughs> Good thing she's been sucking RuPaul's dick for so long. <laughs> But so oh. the other, the other, oh, like, Tamar oh, are you Braxton done with it? Okay. Tamar Braxton. All right. However you Hold say on. it. <laughs> She's Tony Braxton's. What were you going to say? Oh, I didn't know if you were going to play the whole thing. I'm pretty much um, dead. I would like to believe that she could do well. I would love to be surprised by Pheromone. But there is this whole, the other big thing is that there's this big drama this season between the old school queens and the new school queens. And so, like, Latrice and Manila, like, apparently don't get along with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And it actually results in Latrice being eliminated very early. <gasps> and, and so it's the, the Alliance survivor, big brother ish of this season is apparently very much stronger than it was in all stars three, which is why I could actually believe that Farah makes it pretty far because they, people like Jasmine masters is eliminated quite early, apparently, but people like Latrice and um, like Monet exchange, who is a newer queen does very well because like they know to play the game. So as annoying as it would like that, playing that clip, like I don't even know why I have Ferris on All Stars, but I would not be surprised if she does well just for like this Blue year's strategy. Drag race of fucked up drag. Speaking of that girl, she has also apparently been um, banned from posting any um, any videos. This is Jasmine Masters. Is apparently contractually not allowed to go on Instagram Live or post any "I am Jasmine Masters" and I have something to say. 
because they're afraid that she'll spill tea on all stars. RuPaul's <laughs> they're afraid she'll... fucked up drag. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. Question from the chat room here, Evan. Uh, Nami Harder would like to know, can we get a rundown of the Queens on All-Stars 4? Oh, gladly. Okay. So the All-Stars 4 cast is confirmed to be Monique Hart and Monet Exchange. Um, um, Jazz season 10. Okay. Well, let's do a quiz. Let's do a quiz. Let's see if I can name the season they're from. Okay. Okay. So I'll name them. You name the season? Yeah. Okay. Monique Hart. Season 10. Um, Monet Exchange. Season 10. Gia Gunn. Season six. Uh, Jazz of Masters. Season seven. Uh, Pheromone. Season nine. Latrice Royale. Season four. Manila Luzon. Season three. Valentina. Season nine. And who am I missing? Shits McGee. Gia Gunn. Oh, you said that already. I said Gia. Is that it? I think that's it. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh... I, I know who the other contestant is. Well, guess what, Mimi? It. We did. Ah. You, oh, Mimi, Trini I'm Taylor. First. Mimi, I'm first, was number third in the voting. I could not believe it. Trini Taylor from season nine. Yes. Uh, that's it. Oh, that, uh, interesting. that's all the All-Stars 4 drama. Yes, that's okay. the All-Stars 4 drama. That all I'm right. Doing. And the only other interesting thing I have is that we, all, we have two confirmed guest judges, and they are Troy Sivan and Rita Ora. Oh, Troy Simone, interesting. My, my, my. Um, okay, what is our season 11 drama, Evan? So, season 11 drama is less... Hold uh, on, Nami Hart... No, wait, Nami Harder says not Naomi. You, did you say Naomi? Oh, Smalls? Naomi Smalls, yes, I'm so sorry. Oh, Naomi, Naomi Smalls. Smalls from season 8. Okay. Well, apparently slays it. I think Naomi Smalls is so hot. By the way, we have a question from the chat room. Mikey RN asks, <gasps> Evan... Please tell me you applied for Survivor. They are looking for contestants now. You'll be great. Thank you, Mikey Aaron. That's so funny you say that. I actually have spent the last week of my life drafting the script for my um, audition. I'm going to be filming it this week, and I'm submitting. Oh, really? Yes. So my, I have, I'm dating someone who is also really big into reality TV, and he is way smarter about these things. And he and I have like talked about how to make like an actually good. Before I've just like talked into like my iPhone and sent a video and I have, I have like a full like thing that's going out and I'm really excited about it. Hmm. So thank you. I'm kind of dubious. Will... I'm kind of dubious that why, why do you think your boyfriend knows what to do about on uh, uh... because he was almost on big brother. Oh yeah. What happened? Got, they cast Frankie Grande instead of him because like they got last minute word that this like famous person wanted to be on the show and they cut him. Hmm. So he knows. You know, he's. I mean, I've been like decently okay with like the process of being on Survivor, but he's like been in it. So anyway, been working with him, and I am hopefully going to be gone at some point in the now, near future. Nami Harder says something interesting in the chat room. He says Joe may need to find a new co-host. Now let me ask you this question, Evan Ayers. Yeah. Let's say you go on Survivor, right? Mm-hmm. And you, and you come back. Are are you done with RuPaul's Drag Race recap? What is what is your situation no. there? Even after Absolutely all not. your fame and riches from Survivor? No. I would I still need to talk about drag race. If anything, I'm gonna have to come back and just like binge everything. No. I'll probably I mean, why would I leave? You know I'm too, you know I'm you know I'm a too much of a jealous person to let that happen. It's true. All right, go on though. I'm sorry, I've been interrupting you. Go on with your uh, uh season eleven though. Um so the biggest some of the, the, only, the only like really confirmed thing is that apparently Soju is like the first out, mm-hmm. and Soju is a Chicago queen. She's an Asian queen who has like this like cool YouTube like fame or whatever. Does these videos, 
Um, and she's apparently, she complains to the judges during deliberations that she has like a foot condition or something, or she has like a foot problem and that mm-hmm. she can't stand on her feet and that pisses them off. And she's the set, first one set home, allegedly. Okay. okay. Um, other rumor is that Vanjie is apparently the villain of the season. <gasps> and Get them Vanjie cookies, mama. When you talk, when you hear queens talk about Vanjie, like season 10 queens are like, obviously adore her. And then like her, you know, the people on 11 aren't as obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And that she apparently gets this, they call it the Shangela edit from season three, where she comes back, kind of sucks at first. She gets it together and she's eliminated like top six, top five. So Vanjie is not in the final four, but mm-hmm. it is, conf- it is known that she is, she, kind of seen as the villain amongst the cast and the top four are rumored to be um akira chanel davenport silky ganache nina west and plastique tiara and the front runner is what i happen to know that roving cub reporter aiden deem is a big 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 fan of this plastique tiara she's um she is Alyssa Edwards' drag daughter. Oh, that who she is? Oh, yes. So there's her, and then there's Coco Montrese's drag daughter is also on. They bring them on for like a rivalry thing. Mm. But, but I don't know anything about her. Does she, Aiden just likes her? I don't know why Aiden likes her. Yeah, he likes her. He thinks she's, he thinks she's fierce. Um, she's pretty. Um, and oh, did you also know that Alyssa Edwards got a Netflix special? Yeah, we've known this forever. Oh, I, I mean, I knew, but I didn't. I, it's always it's been in like production court. Like I, I knew that they were going to film something, but I didn't know that it was actually like announced until yesterday. Oh, good for her. Good for her. What um, else? What else do we I, got? I that's all. I, the only thing that I can really find about season eleven is just like the rumored like elimination order, but they're all over the place, so it's not even worth like really exploring. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll explore those because guys, you have to be honest with you. Like the um, the tea is pretty thin. I will say yeah, that there's not there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot. And so we're going to do rumor mail probably once a month. We can't do every if, 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 we'd be done by next week. Uh, oh yeah. So um so there's this now let me go, go to back to go back to what we were saying. Let's see if we can listen to that. Let's see. Then the Vixen anything with the Vixen I'm looking at RPR drama right now. It looks the like Vixen the Vixen just said that she'd never go back, right? Oh, and then Detox Eureka the Vixen. Okay. Um, all right. Well, it sounds like that is all of the rumors, tea, and speculation you have for today. Is there anything you is there anything you've been wanting to talk about, Evan, from the show? Anything RuPaul's Drag Race related that you've been wanting to talk about uh, that you just couldn't talk about uh, this summer? Anything? Some things that happened, drama that happened. Oh, yeah, like for instance, I, I I glanced at this. I don't know that much about it. You know, let's listen. You know what? We're gonna listen live. Let's listen live because then I, I I saw that there was this huge drama and and you know I in a former life I was a stand up comedian that Bianca Del Rio said something very yes. offensive yes. about Blair St Clair and I have not yes. listened I just saw it on the headlines right now when I was scrolling through so I'm going to play the clip okay I'm going to play the clip of what Bianca Del Rio says you're going to hear my reaction live while it's playing because it looks like there's a bunch of threads about this. Um, do me a favor and um, leave. You, no, not leave, but you can tell me what all <laughs> the reactions are uh, from this. Okay, so I have the Instagram up. Okay, here's the video. So we're, you guys are going to hear it. Okay, so you're going to hear Bianca Del Rio. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to put the volume up. Sorry. Here we go. 
So this is Bianca Del Rio. It's a 56-second clip. Here we go. Okay. So, okay, so, so sorry, the, sorry, the volume wasn't very good on that girl. I think that's just the volume from yeah, the. To be, to be fair, real quick, that clip was a bit inflammatory um, because there there was a whole setup. He was talking. Bianca is talking about how like depressing season ten was. How like the queens all like had these like sob stories, and they talked about like someone with an eating disorder, and you're mostly Eureka being like just drama queen about her dad and stuff, and then it came in right when she talked about being raped. But go in. She wasn't just like directly attacking um, Blair. That's what I'm trying to say. Here's the deal: is I put it? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend Bianca. It's funny as a comic. I know exactly what's happening. Bianca, because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Bianca said it. She realized it didn't land, and now she has to fucking dig herself out. Yes. And so. That is hard. You can see she's sweating. She's realizing she lost. Well, you know, and she's at a Pride festival. She's at Toronto Pride. Okay, when she's saying this, so yeah. So what happens is when you're doing stand up is you can lose the audience. You know, uh, and uh, it's you can tell that Bianca realizes, oh shit, I'm going to lose the audience, and so she now what you can do, and this is what she decides to do, is you can double down. Or you can try and back out or something like that or or make fun of yourself or do something. She decides to just double, triple down on it because she's Bianca Del Rio and just hope for the best. Um, it's, it just, you know what? If it was a good joke and it was clever, no one would care. But it's it's not a good joke. It's just not a good joke. But I've often said this, that Bianca, again, again all the Bianca stands are going to, if there are any, are going to get upset. But Bianca is, um, um, she's probably gotten better because she's working a lot, but she was just like a mediocre insult comic who then got this national platform. Okay? And uh, that, that and look, not when you're workshopping a joke or when you're trying jokes out, and unfortunately when you're a, a name like Bianca Del Rio, you, you try jokes out in real time you don't i don't think she goes to small clubs especially a joke like that if you go to a small club to work it that's the problem with bianca del rio hold on i'm getting i'm gonna get a comedy high horse here okay even famous comedians will go to really small clubs and work out jokes okay but they have a very general audience. So, like, when I used to work in a comedy room every night, I, you know, there'd be often where famous comedians would drop in. They'd just drop in and do a set. You know, they want to just surprise and then try out their stuff on a, on a real audience. 
And um, but Bianca Del Rio doesn't have that ability because it's a very niche audience that she has. It's yes. not only is it gay people specifically, but it's gay people who are not only watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but know what the fuck she's talking about. It's a very niche, niche audience. Okay. And so she just can't go to every comedy club and drop the Blair St. Clair rape joke. Cause no, one, no, no one's going to know what she's talking about. So yeah. she has to try that material out on the fly right there. And, you know, when you're a comic, unfortunately, when you're a comic, you're going to say jokes that aren't going to land. And, and, and unfortunately, Bianca's in a tough position where she has to try out these jokes and be offensive and be Bianca Del Rio. And she tried one that didn't work. And then she had to dig herself out. Uh, that was... I will say, though, I think it's it's rough to go towards the rape thing. I don't know what reactions she thought she was going to get. Yeah, I mean, I think that her, like, her angle was, like, they all were, you know, had some miserable sob story. And, or, but, right, but it was only brought up right before they were about to be nixed. But you just really can't fuck with rape. I feel like she didn't, I mean, I love her, but I think she knew the second it came out of her mouth that it was not a good thing. What she should have done, she should no, no, look. She's trying, no, I'm not judging her because it's a tough position to be in a comedy. You can tell she's surprised by the reaction. It's a tough position to be in, so she chose to double down, which is I've done yeah. that too, right? I've done that too. But um, what she should have done is just insulted herself and been like, "Be like, oh, my uncle did it to me for years." Like, I should no, or like, 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 well. I don't know how you that, that rape is a tough one to get out of. I'm not gonna lie, well, especially but, like what well, Alexander Springham, especially in this in post Me Too America. That's really just a big shit storm to, to walk into. Yeah, and especially with millennials and Gen Z are very very uh, politically correct. Uh, you know, my other name for Aiden Deem is woke ass teen because um, like. He, you can't say anything uh, negative or anything like that. Now, what has been the reaction, Evan Ayers? You, you, know, you were doing the research. Has Blair St. Clair responded? She has. Um, and she didn't respond to her directly, but she just made some tweet about um, just like how like, the number of like, something about, you know, rape survivors and statistics, or whatever, that it wasn't something to joke about. And the I think it was Toronto Pride, like mm-hmm. the entire organization that like sponsored that pride like they went on like posted on facebook they were like they like essentially disowned bianca like we have we do not associate with the things that were said and blah blah so like she really kind of put her foot in her mouth with this one has bianca responded to the firestorm i'm not sure if she has and i doubt she will she doesn't need to hint she has oh she Uh, has yes let me go look at what she wrote here i'll go do the research here um okay so according to let me see bianca in the fire rape discussion uh bianca del rio here we go um here we go i'm just gonna look it's on a she responded on instagram speaking with hornet about the controversy that has erupted since following these jokes bianca del rio says look my point was everyone was crying on the last season of Drag Race to win the, over the judges and save yourself from elimination. I wasn't questioning the validity of anyone's personal struggles, but bringing it up right before you lip sync for your life was strategic in my opinion. Back in the day when a man in a wig had to lip sync for their life, they relied on a wig reveal, rose petals, or picking up their opponent and twirling them around. Maybe I'm just nostalgic for the old days when drag was fun, not personal. Um... Mm. But then someone in the first comment says, Angina literally revealed her HIV diagnosis on the main stage in the first fucking season. Yep. But was she was she up for elimination on that though? I don't know. 
I think she was, actually. I think she was. So, any other tea, rumors, drama, speculation, anything, Evan? That's all I've got. Okay, so, um, really brief programming note. Um, yes, we are not going to be doing... In fact, let's have this... Discuss, we'll have the discussion about this off the, the show, on, during the after show. But a programming note, we had promised that we were going to do Season 7, a recap of Season 7. But after discussing the matter with one Evan Ayers, we are changing it up. Because, um, look, here's the deal. Taylor still wants to do season five with me. Okay, great. Okay. I've kind of made a pledge to myself that in terms of going back and recapping older seasons, I'm going to stop with the, I'm going to stop as far as the HD seasons go. So we'll probably recap season four at some point and that's it. Those are the only ones that are HD. So seasons three, two, and one will not be full season recap that I can think of so far. I mean, maybe one day we'll just like, fuck it, we'll just do it. Right? Yeah. But as far as I can say, we're not. But that doesn't mean that there aren't important episodes throughout the season or episodes we want to revisit. So what Mm -hmm. Evan and I are going to do is we are going to handpick pivotal episodes in the entire run of the season and recap those particular episodes. So, like, for instance, off the top of your head, Evan, what are episodes that you think should be recapped? Um, season six, Snatch. No, no we already did season, uh, Snatch Game. The first episode, the first Snatch Game ever of season okay, two. Season two. Um, uh, la, 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 let's think. Probably season four, like the first episode of Willem's Elimination and season four. Um, I'm trying to think season seven, probably Shakespeare when like they all fuck up so hard. What else? What did we talk? What else have we mentioned? I'm, I'm blanking right now, but I have a list somewhere mentally. Uh, I don't, we've never actually come up with a list. I think you wanted oh. to do the Valentina episode. Yes. Okay. okay so we're go, we're doing we're doing like season. You can do it, from all the seasons. Yeah. You can do all the seasons. Yeah, Valentina's episode. Um, I would love to do an All Stars talk up with you about like the one where they with the mirror gag. Oh, All Star season two. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's what oh, I've got. Mikey I mean, we're gonna make a list. Of, my mind, in my mind, it's like what are big statements or like big, big moments in the show. Like I'm like the. I would love to like compare the snatch game performances or maybe the first reading challenge. Or you know what I mean? Well, Mikey RN has a good one in there. He said when Mimi put uh, India Farah in the headlock. Yeah, and like and that picked one. her up. Yeah, that very that one. very that that part. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that should be uh, a good thing that we're going to do. Go ahead. Maybe yes, some, Evan. maybe some untucked ones too, like the sugar daddy speech. Yeah. The sugar daddy speech and stuff. Yeah. So we're going to do full recaps of those of particular episodes and we'll give you an advance notice of what episode we're going to do. So you can go back and watch it. Now, someone said that seasons two and three are in HD. Now, when I bought them, they weren't, and I don't remember them being in HD, but I'll go, I'll research it later. Cause if they are, then I'm going to buy them in HD. But, um, uh, the what I have is right now is just SD for two and three and one. Um, okay, so any other? Uh, is, can we can we close the show out now, Evan? I think we'll close it out. This has been. Uh, I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. Well, for Evan Ayers and myself, we'll see you soon. Not next week though. Adios. Mm-hmm.